0: That came really.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. You were on the. A-list. It was
0: like he was like a D lister. Oh, I
1: was gonna say, I was like you were on the A list that day. But we, we all Googled
0: afterwards? him afterwards. Oh
2: Did he like walk like I'm an actor?
0: He had a Tesla.
2: What? So. Oh, you were at a
1: fancy breathwork party. I'm Nina, and I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall
2: jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine
1: and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Today, we are at Liz's apartment. This is a new space we've never recorded here before. We are in German Village um, with the lovely Megan Schwartz. We found her on Instagram, just like everybody else. Um, she is a hormonal health expert and is very well-versed in the world of acne. And that's why we wanted to bring her on because we got some acne props. We do. In and the we- In chin won- region. In the chin <laughs> region, in the cheek region. Um, and we thought, We're not the only ones, so why don't we have someone on to talk a little bit about nutrition and acne and my favorite topic, which we all know is hormones. Hormones. So yeah, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you, if you don't mind introducing yourself. Hi guys. Like they said, my name's
0: Megan. I am a hormonal health coach, and I specialize in hormonal acne because it's very near and dear to my heart. I got into this in a very roundabout way. I've always been health conscious but in the calories in calories out Mm -hmm. kind of way and then at some point my lovely gynecologist at the time switched me to a new birth control and my skin went nuts and i did everything i possibly could to try to fix the situation i even went off the pill completely which made it worse Mm I read everything I could on the internet, and I stopped eating gluten. I stopped eating dairy. I stopped eating soy. Whatever, whatever expert I could find, whatever they said, I did it. Went to a naturopath. Got blood test. Check, check, check. I've done no- all of these things. Nothing worked. Okay. <laughs> and I even got really into natural skincare because I thought, well, maybe it's the chemicals in it's my skin right? So I did that whole thing. I started my own natural beauty company. Called Seed to Serum, Um, and I sold other. I sold other brands' products. It was like I curated all the best ones I could find, and then at some point, I realized even that wasn't working. The skincare, I think, because I was changing it so often, was Mm -hmm. making it worse. And then that's when I decided I was just going to educate myself and fix the problem myself. So I. Went to Institute for Integrative Nutrition to become a holistic nutritionist or health coach. Yeah, the
1: program that I'm currently halfway through.
0: And then I apprenticed with Nicole Jardim, who has a whole Fix Your Period program. And then right now I'm currently apprenticing, or I'm in a program with Jessica Drummond on, it's really specialized in women's health coaching.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So I actually didn't know that you did the IIN program too. So that's funny because I was, we were talking before we started recording that as soon as I'm done with the IIN program, I wanted to take Nicole Jardim's, like, is it an apprenticeship? Is that Hers what Hers is an
0: apprenticeship, yeah. Okay,
1: so that I wanted to do that. So I'm glad that it sounds like it's what you're doing and it really worked and you really mm-hmm. liked both programs put together.
0: Yes. So, okay, that's yeah, awesome. I thought that IIN was great. But it obviously wasn't specialized in women's exactly. hormones. Exactly. Right. right.
1: I feel the same way. I like IIN. I feel like it's a, it's a good broad overview of everything. But because I want to be more specific into women's hormonal health, I feel like I need something additional. So yeah. that was the program I really liked. And of course, Aviva Roms. Yes. But that might be... <laughs> I'll go down the line. Down the line, I'll get to Aviva Roms program. That's
0: exactly how I feel. I'm yeah. like, let's just... Yeah, do the a little bit first and then dive into hers. Exactly.
1: So, okay. So now you got all these certifications. What did you find out to be the biggest triggers to your acne? If it wasn't for nutrition, cause I don't know about you Liz, but I am doing the check mark she said before. It's like, I'm not doing gluten. I'm not doing dairy. I'm not doing soy. I'm trying to work on, you know, my stress, which I think that's probably the biggest trigger, but... I've limited some of those things. I mean, like,
2: I still eat dairy, but I try to choose dairy substitutes first. But I have not done a strict elimination diet. So mine very well could be from any of those things. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, And I don't have really bad acne. I think mine's Mm stress-induced because I, I really didn't have any when I was on the pill. I got off the pill and really still didn't have any. A little more than normal. Like, around my period, I get, like, one giant mega planet on my face. Mm -hmm. And then I've been recently, like, pretty stressed the last six months, and that's when I've noticed more of an increase. I also have been not paying as close attention to what I'm eating and drinking more alcohol. (laughs) So, any of the above. Did you have acne before you went on the pill? I did.
0: Okay. Um, But
2: I was, like... Seventeen. I mean, like right. I was also very, you know, in the middle of all those horrible changes. Right. So. And and to be honest,
0: they say that in those like between ten and twenty, or like between puberty and twenty, you know, a lot of that is just your hormones figuring themselves right. out. And then if you had waited, it probably would have gone away on its yeah. own. But you asked what what is the, what's yeah. the biggest trigger? What's this the is trigger? my my hairstylist is like, what is it? What is like what would you say? Yeah. And to be honest, it's. Di- you're gonna hate this. It's different, different for, for everyone. everyone. I, know. Um, it's one I of, know. It's one of those that, though. I think the problem is, is that you have to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's not just like eliminating certain foods or stress. It's the whole yes. picture for yourself. So it's it's everything. It, like you said. You think that it happens when you're stressed out. Well. I mean, it probably does, Um, and that's the thing is that you you will never be able, and especially in today's modern society, you're never going to get a point where there's zero stress Mm -hmm. in your life. Um, So, so in some ways, it's interesting to think of. You can start to you'll you'll get you can get it under control, but then you can start to look at acne as kind of a like an alert system Mm -hmm. for like, oh, like I'm not, I'm drinking more alcohol. Things aren't going well. Like I think people think that if they eliminate dairy, they're just going to have crystal clear skin for the rest of their lives. And I, and it's really more of a, that's, this is your condition. Mm -hmm. You know, like some people have Hashimoto's, some people, I mean, acne is going to be the one that pops up for you to let you know, hey, things are going a little you know, you're not, your diet isn't as great as it should be, or you're really stressed out about Mm -hmm. this exam or that kind of thing.
1: It's kind of like how I I think of my anxiety a little bit too, is that When I'm starting to get more anxiety, I'm like, okay, Nina, your body is telling you that something is off. Like, you need to take a step back. You need to sleep more. You need to, you know, really clean up your diet for right now. Like, these things are manifesting your anxiety or your your anxiety is just going crazy. But for some reason with my acne, it's like in my head, I'm like, no, this is going to go away. Right. 100%. I'm going to fix this. And I... Because it's physical. I think, like, anxiety...
2: Or f- feelings aren't, you can't, like, touch and you can't really, like, see them go away. But, like, a bump can physically decrease mm-hmm. so you can be, like, I'm going to make this gone. Mm-hmm. And you and you watch it go away from time to time, like.
0: Right. And you read stories online of people who did X yeah, and they woke ex- up and their skin was clear and it's been that way for 10 years. Exactly. Um.
2: Yeah, no, I. I uh, so it Sounds like we need some realistic expectations, mm-hmm. I feel like. Around yes the fact that you will never even if you do take all like whatever the steps may be for you to get things under control, you're never gonna be like looking like Jessica Alba on a Maybelline <laughs> commercial like one hundred percent of the some time. Some
1: people's faces are so perfect and beautiful. Right. I
0: but I will say though, there there are times when it's a peanut allergy. For some people, it really, or you know, something mm-hmm. else. For some people, it really is that simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they figure they figure it out, and
1: boom, it's gone. Boom,
0: it's gone. But I would say, like, most of what you're seeing, uh, this picture of hormonal acne, people 25, 26 on, yeah. it's starting. That's it's I mean, you know someone asked me the other day like, why do you think that is? What's going on? And I mean, it's stress. It's modern mm-hmm. day stress for women. That's more of what I'm seeing. So
1: hmm. then in that case, is it possible when you really focus on stress reduction that it can go away?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think but but see the problem and but it, it has to be it's many things mm-hmm. because you can be stressed out about, have your like your diet being off you know so right. it's yeah. so is if you still have to get multiple pieces working exactly um, right because who knows what's triggering your stress it's not always just one thing like finals right. or mm-hmm. and then it goes away
1: mm-hmm. well okay so when I was younger I remember I used to have all these little bumps on the top of my forehead which aren't hormonal acne right forehead acne isn't always hormonal
0: Right. Forehead acne can actually be, that For could hair? be, yeah, products you were using. Oh, okay. Um, some people connect that more to your digestive system. Mm, hmm.
1: mm-hmm. So, okay, so when I was younger, that's what I remember the most was like a lot of this. And then all of this started happening. Yeah, that's where I got it right Probably now. like three years ago. I'm also on my period right now. It's like the first day. So I got the bad cramps and then I, this popped up a couple days ago. And then I put a lot of stuff on it too to cover it up. Just because it's embarrassing to me. But then, like, a month ago, it was kind of okay. And this has been a rough month. Like, you know this month for me and the fam. It's been a rough month for us, but I think that's what's triggering it even more. So, I guess I don't know what my question is. But, okay, forehead acne may not be hormonal, but chin and cheeks, that's usually the case. That it is hormonal acne at that point, right? Yes. Okay. That
0: That is the classic picture of hormonal acne. But... What's most interesting is that we use the word hormonal to describe it mm-hmm. and then you'll probably, you might get blood work done and it comes back and it shows you that you're maybe uh, low in progesterone or something that you're like, that's, what does that have to do with acne? Right? Yeah. Um, well, I and, am. Well, that's right. What, yeah. And then that's, that's, were you on the pill?
1: I was on the pill for like college years and then like, off and on a little bit after college and I actually haven't been on it for two years.
0: Low, it's just low progesterone is pretty common. Um, the the pill because it's not real, it's all synthetic hormones. Yes. It shuts down. You, believe, you might know this, but it shuts no, down. It shuts down. I don't know. This, oh, it so. shuts down mm-hmm. your own natural hormone production. So when you get off the pill. It takes a while for those hormones to reboot. Mm-hmm. And also and that's and also most pills are anti androgenic. So then when you get off of that, you'll have a surge of androgens and that's normally what causes that post pill mm. acne, which people which levels out for most people afterwards. But if mm. you had issues with acne beforehand, then that they, they just come back. Mm-hmm. They were just masked by the pill. Um, pills so. did
1: mask mine, I will say. Yeah. My skin looked pretty great when I was on the pill. I also Gained a lot of weight, but my skin looked awesome. That was a perk. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't I had horrible way. headaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Somebody else does. sucked, but my yeah. skin was great. I um, actually hated being on the pill. That's one thing I, for sure, will never go back on. Just for I know some girls like it's up. It's everyone's personal choice, but for me, it just did not make me feel good at all.
0: I didn't make any connections between how crappy I was feeling in really? the pill until I got off of it, and I rea- And I, I just thought I was a person who got migraines. Yeah, and then they were just gone, and I realized I drew that connection.
2: Whoa! <laughs> Did you just <laughs> light bulb for Liz right now? I have not had m- as many migraines since I got off the pill. You yeah. used to get them all, all the, of time. the time, mm-hmm. all of the time.
1: I didn't know that was a thing.
2: Yeah. My mind is blown. You,
1: honestly, I haven't heard you complain about migraines. No, like I get forever. them now
2: like once or twice a year, and they used to be like once a month. Mm-hmm. And they were, and like the kind where like I'd throw up and oh, you were be under out a blanket. of, yeah, just out of commission for mm-hmm. like the whole day.
0: Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. They're all these things. Now little... I feel good about
1: getting off. <laughs> yeah. The pill is a tricky thing. I,
2: it's great and confusing at the same time.
1: What's what's your opinion on the pill? I know that, and this is so from what I've read, it's like if you don't have hormone imbalances and you're getting on the pill purely to prevent pregnancy, then you might be okay because it might, it's not covering up any symptoms, right? So you're not getting on it to cover up symptoms. You're, and it's and, definitely going to prevent pregnancy. And it's going to prevent pregnancy. <laughs> But if you get on the pill like I did when I first got on it was because I was like, I have this bad acne. I'm having anxiety. Like, what's going on? It's usually around my period. And so my gynecologist said, let's try the pill. I think it was like, yes, or something. Mm-hmm. So I got on it because of that. And then I had issues while I was on it. And then when I got off it, I continued to have issues. So what's your opinion on the whole pill dilemma?
0: That's my exact advice. If oh. you <laughs> If you have no symptoms... Then it's great, but I was I mean, I went on it for something that's seemingly really trivial, like acne. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even for birth control at the time. Yeah, it was just because my dermatologist said, yes. oh this will really help." And then of course it comes back. I mean that's the problem is that if you have something like oh, PCOS or endometriosis, mm-hmm. I mean those those symptoms don't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, or they go away while you're on it, but they but the right. problem the condition still is still there, and I. So, I think that especially yeah, if you have, a, if your hormones aren't in balance, um, then you'll bounce back probably right away too and be able to get pregnant. But there's a lot of women that they stop the pill right when they want to get pregnant and then it's hard nothing to get them happens. In balance, yeah.
2: yeah. I have a separate question about. This is probably not on topic.
1: Go for it. Okay. The, this wine and shine doesn't need to be on topic. Wine with. and shine just is a D G. We just do I know. I've already.
0: I think I was going, trying to say something, and now we got on the pill. And
2: that, oh, yeah, did I cut off your no. question?
1: Because that is a typical Nina thing to do is to take something and run with it the other direction. No, I was gonna say. So we you talked a little bit about your like you
2: developed some skincare stuff, which is awesome. Oh, because yeah. I, I would have love to try been trying in vain to find someone to talk about that has any knowledge in, like, natural skincare products. What – I mean, obviously that wasn't the answer for you because, like, messing with chemical stuff was kind of maybe making the problem a little worse, it sounds like. But what are you seeing in terms of people that choose natural products versus other products with their skin or, like, people who cover up with makeup versus people that chill out on the makeup? Do we need to be worrying about chemicals and – I think chemicals is a,
0: um, it's kind of a a buzzy word right now, Mm -hmm. but I would say I would be more worried about irritants. Mm. Um, So I think that there's really good synthetic skincare and there's really good natural skincare. And anyone who knows me as a natural skincare buff is going to be freaking out when I say that. why'd she say synthetic? But I have to be honest, the more that Mm -hmm. I have delved into this, the more I realized that um, not everything synthetic is bad for you mm-hmm. and not everything natural is good for you. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, a lot of what's going on in the natural world is trying to make products kind of a spa experience. So they smell good, they mm-hmm. feel good, but all of those essential oils that go into the smell, you could be allergic to one of them and you have no idea. Mm. That's um, very true. So I would say actually just stay... This is hard to because then you have to dive into, like, everything that's irritating. Right. But you don't – you want to stay away from anything that could change the pH of your skin, um, which is, like, harsh soaps, which most of us know already to stay away Mm -hmm. from. Um, And then, like I said, I would avoid, you know, silicones because they can – they just stay on top of your skin. Mm -hmm. And then right now I'm kind of off the essential oil bandwagon. But if you see – but, like – Six months from now, posting me talking about essential oils on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's
1: just... That's that's the thing about all of this, though, is, like, when you get more research, you go with the research. It's, right. It's always changing. I've been thinking about that myself. I was like, what if I discover later down the line that dairy's actually really great for acne? Am I going to start, like, eating cheese again? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, right now, I'm not doing that, and I'm going to see if it works, <laughs> and then if somebody tells me it's... No, I well, know. I think the issue is anything, and I think this is what you said about
2: natural things anything in excess has the potential to be an issue so like if you're having a soap with like a crap ton of essential oil in it that can be an issue it might be too much Mm -hmm. so
0: and it's that same thing it's different for everyone Mm -hmm. which is the very annoying answer but um I, i would also say another problem with skincare and this is the problem that i had is that I, you know, you said it's, it's, it's topical. It's, it's on your face. You should right. be able to get it to go away. So I, uh, initially went, I saw answers in skincare. And so anything I saw that said the word acne, I tried. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of, that's what a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this trying different products, uh, that can be more irritating than if you just stuck to something. And then also, I've been found found that you know on a spiritual level, it just feeds those feelings of low self worth.
1: Mm-hmm. Because you need it, something, not. you need something outside of yourself to fix you. And then when deal. it yeah,
0: and then when it doesn't work.
1: Like what's wrong you, with you? Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. There's something wrong with you, rather mm-hmm. than there's something wrong with the product. Mm-hmm. And it could be neither of those things. It could have just been you need to give it more than two nights.
1: Yeah, that's right. true. So, okay, I want to talk a little bit about the synthetic issue because I get nervous. I'm one of those people that's I'm like, oh no, that's fake. I don't want that anywhere near me. Um, but I went to my doctor the other day just for a routine checkup and. I brought up the acne and she gave me a prescription for some sort of lotion or I don't know what it was. And I was like, should I just do it? Should I just try it? You know, should I, I right now I'm using Coco Kind. Do you know that brand? Mm-hmm. I really like it. It's a coconut oil based cleanser. I think it's awesome. And then I'm also using castor oil. It's not making my face break out more. I honestly think it's been helping, but it's still not all the way gone. I'm stupid. So I'm like, should I try synthetics? I have a dumb see. question real quick. Yeah. Like, I thought oil was bad for your
2: skin. Like, putting more oil on your skin. No. I No, okay, just kidding. It's not, it's great for it your depend, skin. No, not, and <laughs> it depends, no. It depends on your skin. It depends on your
0: skin, but it also depends on the oil. Like, mineral oil, that's That's you know, based on petroleum, mm-hmm. that has the potential to clog your pores. But plant-based oils have a littler, a smaller molecular structure, and so that can actually penetrate in and be fine. But yeah. some people do have problems with coconut oil because it, really? it, it, is, a, it is a larger molecule.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's normally better for people with dry skin as opposed to acne prone. But if it's not causing your acne, then it's
1: well, fine. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should switch it up. I have been using it, but maybe I shouldn't switch it up. Maybe I need to keep it going. <laughs> Basically we have no answers. I think
0: I think that if you've been using it for, for you know a, a full, month or so. A full month, Probably then you two. then you would know. Okay. I just mean people who every you know are on Sephora and yeah. buying something new every week. Yeah, and exactly. And, like yeah.
1: getting this one and trying that one. I when I use Proactive, I will say it did work. But I would never go back and just try does like burn?
2: I don't know. Like now I know anyway? too
1: much to try proactive right. again.
0: I uh, This was one of my, my, I feel like one of my darker darkest moments. Proactive
1: was, was one of yours. Well,
0: <laughs> I was, yeah, I remember just, I was on the couch watching TV with my dad. And then I, all of a sudden he just said, would you like me to order this for you? And it was one of those Aww. moments where you're like, oh my God. Like, uh-huh. But, but uh, it was, it's it was nice. But at the same time, it was like, oh my God. My skin is terrible if yeah. my dad is commenting yeah. uh-huh. on it. but it. did. I remember it did work for a little while. Yeah. And then my skin. Figured, my, mom. my skin figured it
2: out. And then. Hmm.
1: My mom still would be like, why don't you use that proactive you used in high school? <laughs> I'm like, mom, does it really look that bad?
2: Jessica Simpson's skin looks great.
1: I, she was one of the was, whatever I think, spokespeople. I think Katy
0: Perry too? Yeah. yeah a lot ones. of great people
1: yeah. use proactive. But
0: I would say that. The ingredients in that, like benzoyl peroxide, they're not for adult skin.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize there was like
0: they're great for teenage special acne Special
2: stuff for teen skin versus adult skin. I just oh, yeah. thought skin was skin.
0: No, so that's also your the your hormonal story changes over time, as you know. And hmm. so when you're a, in your teenage years, you people with acne tend to be actually have that oily skin that you. That you associate with—that's too many androgens. Um, and they would do great with things like benzoyl peroxide. But as women get older, our skin gets—I don't know—I it's like more delicate and it can't mm-hmm. handle that kind of thing. And that's—and women—that's when you would go as you get older, you can do more things, more like glycolic acid and um, retinols and that kind of stuff. So, do you
1: have a list of maybe five products or so that? you on the spot, but I don't know if the listeners are like, well, let me try a couple things. I don't know any off the top of my head. What would be some of your suggestions?
0: I think for anyone that has uh, really has hormonal acne that's stubborn, I would definitely look at the Marie Verandik line. It's all natural, um, but she it was working in concert with an esthetician in San Francisco. They're both based out of the Berkeley area, mm-hmm. but they created an entire line devoted to figuring out hormonal acne, nice. and dermatitis, Ooh. and mm-hmm. the perioral dermatitis that you probably, I don't know if you've heard of
2: that. Mm-mm. It's, uh, you know, what I do know of is keratosis polaris.
1: Liz's got some keratosis polaris. Vitamin A is what <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I'm, always get, get that for, vitamin A, I'm always
2: looking for the answer to my keratosis polaris. It's Ever like, seen?
1: do you even have it that bad on your arms uh, I think it just doesn't
2: bother me as much anymore. Yeah. People used to be like, oh, you have a rash on your arm. And I was like, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is my skin, damn it. Um,
0: but yeah. No. I've heard, yeah, uh, vitamin A deficiency and vitamin K deficiency. So I don't know.
2: Hmm. Try it out. Did you finish your list
1: of products? Nope. Did we just got know? the one and I got ADD
2: because I had to talk about keratosis pilaris, which I'm glad you knew what it was because I... Basically, in college, I Googled until I figured out what I thought it was, and you Googled
1: like awkward red bumps on yeah, my like arm,
2: gross red bumps, looks like an Irish hot mess on my arm, <laughs> and
1: then that's and then you. Just I remember when she figured so it out. She came in barging into my dorm room and was like, oh, "I have keratosis Polaris. and I was like, "What?" <laughs>
0: Isn't that the great day when you figure out what it is? Right. And I'm you're like, like and what do I do it? about it?
1: Yeah. No. Now <laughs> to find all of the cures. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? What other products can we try?
0: Um, okay. So that I like that line. Um, and then also I really like there's an esthetician out of uh, Portland that started a line called Heart of Gold. And mm-hmm. she has really good... Um, oil cleansers and facial oils. Um, interestingly, her facial oil has castor oil in
1: it, and really? I
0: swear my eyebrows got thicker when I do. You know, castor oil is an eyebrow growing treatment.
1: Nope, oh, had no idea. Yeah. I just heard it was great for yeah. acne, so I just tried it. Wait, what if does it make your hair grow no, on your it's some, face? No, what it's if I something got a
2: mustache.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, what if I just like developed a mustache when using it? No, it's something. It just okay. like okay. targets.
0: I don't know. Eyebrow growth, really good for eyebrow growth. Maybe
1: eyelashes too. I don't know. Ooh, I'm just gonna slather that on the (laughs) eyes. Next time, I'm gonna be like, (laughs) you're gonna have a full face beard. Is what you're gonna have? You see me next? I'll be like, it's the castor oil, guys.
0: It's also really good for cramps. Oh, what? There's something called castor oil packs. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm really excited about it. Can I just put
1: my oil like on my stomach? So
0: you put it on your stomach, and then you put. um, I guess it can be messy. I don't know, but then you put. uh, like a pad over it and then a heating pad.
1: I and have it, a rice sock. I made a rice yeah, sock.
0: I'm sure you can DIY this. Ooh, um, I'm totally going to try yeah, this Yeah, and tonight. It, it helps with cramps and it also supposedly helps to break up old blood that's still in your uterus.
1: Okay, can we talk about those are all of the issues that I have? So this is going to get... <laughs> old t- blood in your uterus? TMI listeners. Um, Wait, is that really a problem? We have old blood in your uterus? Well, every... Okay, so for the first like day or two of my period, it's like... Again, if this grosses you out, just pause for a second or fast forward. It's, like, really dark, almost black, and clotty. And I remember I went to my naturopathic doctor. I was like, "Uh, this is weird. Like, I don't know why this is happening. And she said it's just old.
0: It's related to low progesterone. Blood.
1: Okay, yeah, again. And I have the low progesterone issue because I actually got my hormones tested a while ago. And so I had low progesterone. And then all of the symptoms that I have is – so this is what I heard. It's like I have high estrogen or estrogen dominance, but it's only because I have low progesterone is that my estrogen is high. Because my estrogen actually isn't high by itself. That's exactly what I have. Oh. So we need to talk about health coaching, and I'm going to be your new client so that we can chat. how do you adjust low progesterone?
0: So – Okay, it's good we got back to that cuz that's actually what I was going <laughs> to talk about. Getting back to the root. So okay. the problem is is that when you find out you have something like high estrogen or low progesterone mm-hmm. or high androgens, you 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 google it, right? And mm-hmm. you well, you want to spot treat that hormone. Mm-hmm. You want to figure out ways to boost progesterone. Like but the progesterone
1: is, cream. Yes, but which the, I haven't tried, but I heard
0: it about. it can be helpful for some people, but um the problem is is that you still, while it seems like you found the root cause, right? Low progesterone. It's still a symptom. It's still a symptom. What is causing the low progesterone? So that's when you really need to back up and address it through food, diet. Mm -hmm. That's the whole balancing your blood sugar is the first thing you should do, which is not as, um, I thought it was very militant when I first was learning about it. And then I realized it's more just making sure that you have, all three macronutrients present at every meal instead of having entire meals that are carbs. Which, mm-hmm. if I
2: could live off what carbs, I would. Is that fat, protein, and carbs? Yes. So
1: look at me; I know something. Right. Is that remember when I gave you your lesson and I gave you a breakfast? You did, try? and I tried to
2: tell. I tried to explain it to Zach, and I was like, "Can you just text Nina? Because I don't understand how to explain it." I know. I was
1: trying to give her a meal plan for her to start her day off to balance her blood sugar. I just don't like smoothies, so. It wasn't. Oh, I, I gave her some do you Be Well by Kelly. Yeah. I gave uh, her some of her smoothies because I was like, these are perfect.
2: No, I did like the eggs and sauerkraut and spinach situation. That uh-huh. was good. Yeah. So, anyway, ADD again. ADD. So, we're not treating low progesterone, we're treating the We're cause treating it up. in a
0: roundabout way, yeah.
2: So, what are typically. And
0: stress. Uh, you really have to address stress with low progesterone because that is what's stealing your progesterone.
1: I think that mm. I didn't realize how much stress I was putting on my body for so many years and then finally it just couldn't take it anymore and all of the symptoms popped up because when I think back to how I lived in college and even how I lived in high school like I'm going back years like I was so revved up all of the time like I was in the red zone like 100% of the time And then even now, it's like now I'm catching myself when I'm there, but I still, even though I've done a lot of stress reduction, I've done a lot, like I I try to eat well to balance my blood sugar, I cut out things that I think could be irritating, I still have these dark issues before I start my period, I still have one day of really bad cramps, and I still get acne. So it's like... And this is what this is why coaches are important, right? Because then you need to talk to somebody. I think I need to just discuss with somebody and bounce ideas off, right, with them about and it, what else could be going on, you know? Right,
0: and and they might notice things that you don't notice, yeah, um, that you're doing that you think is right. Like for me, it'll be sugar slowly sneaks its way back in, yeah. So if I, I'm one of those people that you know. When they say moderation, moderation doesn't work for me because it's <laughs> yeah. like if I can start to have a little sugar, I'm gonna have all the sugar. Yeah. So, and that's one of the keys to obviously balancing your blood sugar is mm-hmm. minimizing sugar and um, processed foods and all the stuff you're probably already doing out um, the door. But I will say, so uh, when it comes to dairy and gluten and soy and all mm-hmm. of that, it's pretty personal. So. Um, you know, there is there is a school of nutritional thought that dairy, it can be anti-inflammatory.
1: That's what I'm saying. I feel like someone's going to come to me and be like, dairy actually is anti-inflammatory. Eat all the dairy.
0: But but obviously not conventional dairy. Right. Like this is talking right. about grass-fed, you know, full right. fat. Because if you do anything that's taking some of the fat out, then you're sugar. sugar.
2: Yeah.
1: So I read that sometimes a piece of cheese can cure headaches, like can help your headaches go away. Hmm. I don't know. I actually haven't tried it. But the other day I was craving cheese. I was just, my body was craving it. And I'm trying to work on honoring my body's cravings. Liz, you've gotten really good about that, I think. Like working with Simi. Isn't that one of the things you really worked on?
2: Yeah, nothing is bad. Um, If your body wants it, it probably wants it for a reason. Exactly. And when you eat it, like instead of, Like, if I want a sweet, instead of going and eating a bunch of Oreos that are garbage um, in terms of how they're made up nutritionally, like, I could go get a really high-quality, like, very well-made baked good and eat one Mm -hmm. very mindfully. Mm -hmm. That's a better alternative.
1: Well, I found at Kroger they had raw, unpasteurized cheese, and I was like, okay, okay. So it was, like, full fat, all this. I bought some. It was just so delectable. I ate it. I was like, this was really satisfying. And so I have it in my fridge, and I was like, you know what? If I'm craving it, I'm not going to deny myself some of this cheese. And I didn't, like, break out the next day, you know? And so it's also once in a while, if I want to have, if I'm craving a piece of bread, I feel like I should honor that and have a piece of bread. It's not like I should be afraid of dairy or afraid of gluten or soy or
0: Yeah, you know what the cool thing about raw dairy is? Is that it actually contains the enzymes that help you digest it.
1: Nice. And when you pasteurize
0: dairy, it kills those enzymes. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This cheese was delicious. My grandma, she's full, like, off-the-boat Italian. She used to buy this delicious cheese. And I was like, what is so good about it? Well, I think it was, like, unpasteurized raw cheese. Because it tasted exactly like what she used to have in her fridge. Well, that makes me think about, you know, fespina. I
2: think had a lot of issues, like in college, she's had like similar, and she has PCOS. Right. But when she went to Austria to study that one summer mm-hmm. and had all of their, and I've heard this from many people who go to Europe and eat their dairy, like not a problem, mm-hmm. like not a problem, like the issues people have when they eat are Same dairy. people
1: with gluten. I hear that yep. they go to Italy and they mm-hmm. eat all the pasta and all the bread and they're like, I feel great. We're just putting garbage in our We really are. <laughs> yeah.
0: The food industry is out to get us. It is. But. We're
1: tricked. <laughs> we are. It's like the biggest. I actually started to freak out at Cody. Not at Cody, but I was in the car and I was like, they're playing the biggest trick on America. Everyone thinks that like everything they're buying is just food and it's supposed to nourish you. I was like, none of it's nourishing us. <laughs> it's all bad. Not All to talk about not that
2: i mean i don't mean to cut off your (laughs) soap i just have thoughts and if i don't act on them yes i'll forget them inflammation because we haven't really talked about inflammation specifically is that i keep hearing that about everything yes
0: okay so that brings me Back to the okay, the blood. Can we just, going we just awful call this circle.
2: the ADD
1: Wine and Shine today?
2: Like, we're just gonna call it. It's because it's a Friday evening, and we're like, oh, we're
1: and so we also nice. don't have mics or headphones, listeners. We're just sitting around a table. I feel like we're so casual. This is normal conversation. Just moving around topics,
0: right? So, so that so like not spot treating hormones. So inflammation is another thing that can cause your hormones to be imbalanced. So I would say when we're talking about acne, you're really looking at blood sugar and inflammation. And rather than approaching something like estrogen dominance and thinking like, oh, I need to take a supplement to help me detox the bad estrogen. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of a, that's a problem down the line. So if you addressing inflammation and what's crazy about inflammation, especially when it comes to acne is that, their new research is showing so they used to think the so acne is formed, sebum block, block clogs a the pore, then it causes an inflammatory response mm-hmm. and then that's how the pimple starts. And now they're thinking that there's inflammation along the whole pathway. Wow. So mm-hmm. with that chronic inflammation that we all struggle with. That could be. That's one of the root causes of acne.
2: Interesting. So, what makes us inflamed?
0: <laughs> all the same things that make your blood sugar imbalanced. All it's all it's all the same. It's always going to all come back to sugar, hydrogenated oils. Yeah. Um, okay, and then personal triggers. So, so when we talk about the gluten, dairy, soy, yeah, you know, I I like to start people doing a food journal because. One thing on a elimination diet really scares people because they don't want to give up all of that. Mm-hmm. Unless they're Especially like a, they're like a whole 30 person that yeah likes to jump on things mm-hmm. and just do it, then that's great. But by keeping a food journal, you can see like if you have bread or you have dairy and you don't experience any And like focus on digestive discomfort, not your skin. Because... You know, depending on who you talk to, acne can take anywhere from you could. Some people say you can see it the next day, some people say it takes seven months, or you know, and like Mm -hmm. who can remember what they were doing seven months ago that would cause their breakouts today, right? Mm -hmm. So I would focus on digestive discomfort. And then the great thing about that is once you heal your gut by taking away those foods, using things like probiotics you can introduce those foods again. So like if you have dairy or you have gluten and you aren't experiencing any symptoms anymore, then like good on you. You did a lot of work with your gut and that those food sensitivities would be a main source of inflammation. So they're going to be unique mm. to everybody.
1: I was actually just talking to my recent client about this because we are trying the elimination diet. She's so she's like fed up. She's like I'm sick of feeling bad. So let's go for it. And I told her I was like, you know, once Once we heal what's going on in your gut, you might be able to bring back gluten. Or you might be able to bring back dairy and it might not be a problem for you. It's like your gut is just dealing with all of these things. Yeah, it's basically like attack, attack, attack. It attacks everything because it thinks everything's a problem. Your immune system's just all confused. But then once it gets to its happy place again, it Hmm. knows what to attack and what not to attack. So can the inflammation
2: also be caused? We talked about blood sugar. And I forget, there was one other thing you said. Food sensitivity. Food sensitivity. Can it also be caused by stress? Yes. Can't everything. Every stress causes (sighs) Here's
1: my question on stress. Chicken or the, I just don't know, I just don't know what to It's just everything, right? It's like everything in balance. You have to check all of these things, it seems like. Which brings me to my next question. We can't be in 100% balance 100% of the time. Right? So that's where I am trying to work with myself and my mindset to be more kind to myself. Because I'm like, you know what? I can't be... We live in a modern world where I'm going to have stress. So it's like if I'm having a high stress moment, then maybe I need to focus on my nutrition more at that point. Or maybe I need to focus on, like I said earlier in the episode, like my sleep or whatever it is. But if I'm doing well and things and I have like a piece of pizza... Once in a while, I feel like it's not going to throw your whole balance off, right? This is all about working in all of these elements together.
0: And does I, that make sense? It does. Okay. And I actually think that at the core, that being kind to yourself is the most important piece, because I agree. then you won't stress when you have that piece of pizza, mm-hmm. or you won't feel like you need to go to seven spin classes in a row, right. which causes like adrenal problems and mm-hmm. the hormonal cascade from that. And I think that's one of The biggest problems, especially with acne, is that you disconnect with yourself. Everything's Mm -hmm. a battle. You fight yourself. You look at yourself in the mirror every morning and you hate what you see. And that it just...
1: And that stress causes more inflammation in your body and triggers more acne.
0: Yeah. It's that whole thoughts become things. Mm. If you really think you're going to break out after you eat dairy, then you will. And Mm -hmm. then you will think it's dairy when it might have just been that
2: you were stressing about that stress. Yeah. Yeah. So have you put that into practice? Like loving yourself more? Like have you, has that helped? I like, I know that's like a deep and maybe too personal question. Like, do you like yourself? But I'm just thinking like, I am, I just am a person that has battled with that for as long as I can remember. And so I feel like it's manifested in like all sorts of different ways and I feel like now it's manifesting for the first time physically when it hasn't before so that was that is the
0: last piece of the puzzle that when I was going through all of my hormonal training figuring out the best topical skincare to use and then I realized that none of it matters if I still look in the mirror and yes hate myself. It doesn't matter if I have clear skin. I'm going to focus that energy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to suddenly feel too fat or I'm go. you know, it doesn't, it's acne today, but it'll be something else tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So the way, the way that something that's helped me is really more physical connecting with my own body. Like <laughs> that sounds horrible. Um, but no. like massage really helps me. Um, breath work is really a really fun new practice that more people are talking about Mm -hmm. um just anything that like has a physical nature to it um it it can't I mean the problem with things like I think we put too much pressure on exercise like yoga and all of that Mm -hmm. to really make us feel better about ourselves um but if you're doing it from a place of trying to lose weight then you're still you're missing the point
1: I was going to say I've I came to yoga to lose weight when I first came to yoga. But then now I'm like, I crave it. I was like, I have to go to yoga. I have to go to yoga because as soon as I, it's like what people say, you know, when I get on my mat, I realize that I'm focusing so much on how my body feels. Like I feel strong or this stretch feels really good. Or when you start with mindfulness, you end with mindfulness. It's like, I tune back in completely and I get that sense of, like, this is what I need to feel like. This is the core of who I am. This is where I, I need to bring in all aspects of my life is this feeling of yoga. So, it's, like, yoga for me. But, like you said, it could be breath work. It could be journaling. And it's fi- it could yeah, be- exactly.
0: It's finding those places. It could be meditation. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I my mind races during meditation. Like I really, I read about people that have these great meditation practices and I, and then it's like a, the next day I'm like, I'm starting, I'm do, you know, and, and I'm starting one minute, three minutes. And then I have these big goals of like, I'm going to be meditating for 20 minutes a day yeah. and it's going to be amazing. Um, but it just, it's never stuck for me. So it's just, and,
2: and then not feeling bad about it. I haven't found my thing yet.
1: Do you explore a lot? Have you experimented with a bunch of different types of things? <sighs> Nina, stop asking questions. Remember, <laughs> remember, we're gonna trade services soon. Liz yeah. is gonna be my financial coach, and I'm gonna be your health coach. Yeah, but the thing is, I you have a developed practice,
2: and I have not at all. Yeah, you're so. gonna
1: develop your practice with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll see. Um, no, I, my problem is, I'm very, I'm very much like I'll try this, Oh, I should try this, or should, and I never stick with something long enough to see. If I'm gonna like it or
1: building habits is hard, yo. yeah, it's really hard. It's, <laughs> a, it's a
2: habit problem for like I'll do like I'll journal for like a day or two and then I'll go four months and I won't <laughs> do it again. But you gotta find what
1: works for you. the right. thing.
0: I think a lot of times we just, you know, we find these people whose aesthetics we love on Instagram and we just yeah. wanna uh-huh. want to do whatever they're doing. And you know. I, um, there were a lot of people on, well, two people in particular on Instagram that were really into breath work and I found them and I thought like, they're amazing. I want to do breath work too. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. I kind of read their websites, but it was uh-huh. all very cerebral about uh-huh. how it moving energy and I'm from the Midwest, so I <laughs> didn't, it didn't mean anything to me. And um, I reached out to one via email, and she was like, "Oh, my teacher is having a breathwork training class in LA," Ooh. and I was like, "Done, I'm going." Knowing nothing about it, I started to read his book on the plane, and I was like, "What is this? Who is this man?" Did you like Who's, turn the plane around? What house I'm going to? <laughs> and then we landed, and my husband was like, "Well, you signed up for this, so you might as well like go and check it out." And it was. Super. Most of the people there, it was very spiritual, very hippie. Just, I not,
1: bet I would have loved you, it. All about it. Oh I my was gosh. Initially, like I the, would the have
0: biggest been, Midwestern oh. skeptic, they were. They, you know, everyone was like, "Why are you?
1: How did you find
0: this? Why are you yeah. here?" And I was like, "I don't know," but it is a life changing practice.
1: Oh, I want to try this what, now. Really, what good. is this breath work?
0: So, hit, so everyone. There are there are multiple methods, um, and the best breath work teachers have gone to more than one training. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not just me. (laughs) He's gone to that one guy. Um, But it's essentially just you, you breathe for 7, 14, 20 minutes, but in a particular pattern. And... You end up oxygenating your body so much that you your hands clench up your but in like this. I was amazing, like that is not no, Liz, great. It's it in this amazing. Like. It's just this amazing out of body experience. Some people get really emotional. Mm-hmm. That like that that's not me at all. But
1: I feel like that again would be me. Yeah, there I are would people be, that cry I would during be it, like I, crying yeah. and breathing at the same time. So what are the effects of? that? I think I
0: like to think of it as um, active meditation. So you get that whole your whole body is buzzy. Like I'm that, and I like I said, I'm the biggest Midwestern skeptic, and I thought that. So you're
1: releasing energy and unnecessary energy and toxins. I would imagine, right, while you're doing it, it's just releasing all of these things that.
0: And hmm. most adults take shallow breaths, and if you watch babies breathe, they breathe on their belly. So it's all it's doing is. Doing that kind of practice again calm as an adult, and yeah. it really does. It just you feel so calm afterwards, and you know I think there are people that can get that kind of high from regular meditation, mm-hmm. but but for someone who can't pay attention
2: like me, it's, it's I mean, a, I'm only good at meditation when it's like breathe in for this amount of time, yeah, breathe out. for so that's what for it this is. Amount of time, like that's exactly I have to be, what it is. I can't just be like I'm just gonna like sit here and
1: sometimes be with I myself. Get myself in a
2: in a spot.
1: Like, sometimes I get – I have to be in a certain mood where I'll be sitting there. I think I do a lot of imagery stuff. So I, like, put myself in a place. And then I start – I get – I'm kind of hippie, spiritual, dippy sometimes. But I'll get myself to a place where I'm like, this is the place. This is the place. And I'm just regularly meditating. But sometimes I can't do it. And I get frustrated too. And I'm like, ah. It's like this comes in my mind and then this comes in my mind. I'm like, but the point is to not worry. Like, that's okay. Okay. It's okay if things come into my mind. Like, yeah, as it's like, a part of meditation. I was I'm being aware. The point is just, yeah, just be like, there's a thought. There it is. Goodbye, thought. Goodbye. See you later. Like, yeah.
0: here's uh, yeah. a new thought. <laughs> I honestly think that one of the biggest benefits is just that sitting there in silence or with music mm-hmm. and just spending that time. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if it has anything to do with you actually have to...
2: Do a certain thing. Yeah. I don't know
1: either. But I do know that I want to try breath work because I think, because I like yoga so much and having that physical movement to bring me back to my body, I think breath work and me would also be super good. Because like you said, it's like you're focusing on this breath and you're, and like you're getting all this oxygen and... I don't know. It just sounds like a fun experience. Let's go do it, Liz. You
2: should. It's I don't fun. know if we're going to go to L.A. together. <laughs> I
1: mean, I'll go to L.A. and do it. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get on a plane. And... Liz is like, I don't know if I'm going to go to that guy's house,
0: but... There was an actor that came. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: You were on the A-list. Like, he was
0: like a D-lister. Oh,
1: I was going to say, I was like, you were on the A-list that day. Dude, but we, doing
0: we all backwards. Googled him afterwards. Oh
1: my goodness. Did he like walk in like
2: I'm an actor.
0: He had a Tesla.
1: What? So oh, you're at a fancy breathwork party. So, okay, I kind of want to bring everything full circle now. So we've talked about some skincare products. We've talked a little bit about nutrition. We've talked about stress. We've talked about mindfulness and breathwork and yoga. Can you give us a little a little snapshot of everything that our our listeners can maybe take with them after the episode? Like, if you want to get started with healing your acne... These are a couple things you can do as soon as you as soon as this episode Easy is little over. Things to get started, or like maybe a couple big picture items that they can start looking at.
0: One, I would say, don't take everything so seriously, um, and that includes eliminating foods and having your diet on point at every single. So moment. don't do what
1: Nina does sometimes. Don't Got do it. what everyone does. <laughs> yes.
0: um, and then in terms of stress, don't stress if you haven't found what works <laughs> for you to reduce stress. But I would say just find something that works for you. You don't have to do all the things. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't have to do breath work and yoga and everything that you've read that everyone's doing. Just find a few things that work for you. Carve a little time out for yourself every day. Um, and that's the best that you can do. Because like I said, acne is going to be your alert system that mm-hmm. something's off. Um, for most people, and then, like I said, the self love piece is the most important, yeah. and for that, I would say is having acne is emotionally devastating um, and I would say the biggest piece for the self self love self worth um, is really hard because it's uh, unique to everyone and really in your head, and you mm-hmm. don't know if how do you know if you really love yourself, mm-hmm. but I would say a lot of times people with acne. Um, stop showing up they stop doing things that they love doing they say no to when people invite them over to their house or um, and I would say those are the moments when you really need to challenge yourself and push past your comfort zone because you are more than your skin Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I think that that's I would say that's the the biggest thing that I've learned with acne is that you become so hyper-focused on it that your everyday, every action that you take, yeah. every food that you eat is all devoted to fixing your skin and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and your life is more than that. Mm-hmm. So I think when you can focus on the bigger picture and take some of that, yeah, take some of that focus off of your skin... And devote it to other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the biggest thing that you can do for yourself.
1: Oh, that's I love so that.
2: good. You're more than your skin.
1: You are. You're more than your skin. And you're and more you're than... than your weight. And you're more I than your skin. I was just going oh, say... <laughs> to say. Oh, this applies to across I know. <laughs> across the board. when it comes down to it, I like that you said you think the biggest piece is the self-love piece. That With every guest we've talked to, it all comes down to self-love. Because... When you believe in, when you love yourself and you believe you have value and you, you have a purpose and you're here and, you know, I think that everything else isn't as big of an issue. It's like those things don't define you anymore. And when you're not worrying about them, your body becomes in more balance right. because you're not stressed. And yeah. it's just self-love is, self loves is the real deal. It is.
0: And it really helps you to be more present instead of that. When I have clear skin, then I'll be happy. When I have clear skin, then I'll move to And MRA, how many then of then us I'll, do yeah. that?
1: Right. I feel like I'm a big... I feel like I do that all the time. To be honest, I'm um, just yeah. I'm waiting for everything to get my ducks mm-hmm. run, exactly, and
2: they're just never gonna. But do how many? I
1: mean, I think the majority of us do that because I feel like we also like to have problems as much as we don't want to have problems in our life. Our species likes to have problems because then we have
2: something to fix. Yeah, then we purpose. have something to worry
1: about. You know, and we have something to occupy our mind. So it's like you are so right. You said this earlier in the episode. It's like well, once you lose the weight, okay, so then it's gonna be your hair, and then it's gonna be your nails, and then it's gonna be your mental state, and then it's gonna be a house, and then <laughs> (laughs) and And it's going to be finances. And it's just, it's never ending. We need to learn to be content and happy in who we are and where we are right now. That takes a lot of work. Right. But we'll all get there. We all, we all, we'll all get there. We'll all get there at Together. some point. Together. <laughs> that's why there's podcasts like this. That's why there's yeah. poc- That's why there's health coaches. Exactly. That's why there's therapists. <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. Well, thank you so much for coming to us from St. Louis. Not Michigan. not Michigan. Not Michigan. We thought she was from Michigan at the beginning of the episode. It's not a big deal. She's
2: not. She's not. She might <laughs> go there. It's like,
1: just keep going north. Yeah, You'll get there eventually. Five hours. We know you're going to a wedding tomorrow, right?
0: Nashville.
1: Nashville. So she's going south. Back warm. Yeah. Yeah. But again, thank you so much for coming and visiting our city. We hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, enjoy some healthy, amazing eats because there are a ton of them here. Yeah. And
0: that's it. And some superfood donuts.
1: And, oh, (laughs) where'd you get superfood donuts? Alchemy. Alchemy. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Definitely go to Alchemy again. Go to Alchemy did you go to the one...
2: Is there just the one down here by me?
1: Um, there's a new one that just opened, but I don't know where. There's one right there. I got um jackfruit the other day, Ooh. barbecue jackfruit. It's you know what? Supposed to taste like barbecue pork. Kind of nuts. If they here. don't close, like now, oh, I may go. go get dinner there. Let's do it. All right, guys, we gotta go. We got Super We're Hungry Donuts at Alchemy. <laughs> we'll talk to you all soon.